welcome back to This Week in Film. It's the weekly podcast where we get together, we talk about movies we saw over the past week. I'm your host, Nick Pananto, joined as always by Midwest Matt. Matt, how's it hey. going? Going great. How are you, Nick? I'm doing all right. Good to hear. What, uh, what did you see this week in film? Uh, since the last time we spoke, I saw the movie Annihilation. Tell me all about it. Well, it stars Natalie Portman and um, some other people. <laughs> um, it uh, Oscar Isaac's in it. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it's it, it's based on the first book of something called the Southern Reach trilogy, which is kind of like pretty abstract sci-fi um, novels, and. You know, I, I had I seen a poster or a commercial for the movie, I probably wouldn't have thought much. Um, and I actually, from what I've seen anyway, I feel like the marketing could have been a little bit more aggressive. Um, I think it's flying under a lot of people's radars. Yeah, I didn't even realize. Uh, I didn't even realize it had come out already. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I I read the books about probably about two years ago, a year and a half. And while I was reading them, just thought this would be impossible to turn into a movie. So I felt like I really had to go see it just to see, you know, how they approached the material and tried to turn it into a movie. It's kind of like, you know, the movie adaptation with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And, you know, when you hear the material he was supposed to be working with, you're like, yeah, how would you do that? I mean, this isn't quite you know, a book about flowers, <laughs> but, um, it's definitely strange. And so seeing the movie, I, I, I gotta say, I'm pretty impressed with how, how they did manage to turn it into a movie. It is still pretty strange. Um, but they, they left a few things out, um, that really were good calls on their part. Um, and, for anyone who's read the books, I'd say it does a good job of capturing the kind of mysterious and kind of confusing um, kind of flow of, of the of the material. Like you, you kind of have a sense what's going on, but it's still like, do I really? <laughs> do I know what's happening? Here? Right, right. Um, and there are a couple couple bits here and there where it's a little exposition heavy. You know, they'll give one of the characters some space to go, Hey, here's what I think is going on and spells it out a little bit, but I think it's, it's probably necessary. And when I was in the theater, I was, I was surprised to see there actually were quite a few people there. Um, and I was kind of thinking, Hey, I would not want to be these folks because <laughs> if I hadn't read the books, I think I'd be confused. But, uh, you know, I've heard people, refer to it as you know folks who hadn't read it and say like yeah i'm glad i didn't read the book so so that was just probably a read from my perspective um as far you, you, you know i'm not i'm kind of holding back on explaining any plot because it's such a weird thing that i feel like a lot of stuff could be spoiler so keeping it kind of basic what um uh, what's the movie yeah. about like in in general yeah that's what i was gonna say kind of kind of leaving it basic i'm gonna say it's you find Natalie Portman um, kind of, it's one of those things where you start out after the facts, you know, it's kind of framed. Um, and so you're seeing her kind of explain some things that have happened um, and kind of see so you're piecing it together as the movie goes along, but 
her husband is in some nondescript form of military position. He's been missing. And uh-huh. then, <laughs> and then he's, <laughs> and then he's, he's not. And you're kind of hearing her explain how that unfolded for her. But then also in the midst of this, she gets pulled into a position of exploring this very mysterious um, coastal area that has been kind of perplexing the the military and scientists. And it's all very like, I don't think you can walk out going, oh, yeah, I know what part of the military that was. It's it's all kind of strange and abstract. Um, And, you know, I'm going to have to look up the name of the the other actress who gets the most screen time. Um, Cause I would say that the acting in this movie is really good with the exception of the, uh, the other main female character who is just awful. Really? Like if you've ever, uh, you know, if you've ever heard rock music where someone's trying to be tough, like disturbed or something like that, where they're, they're, they're singing about getting psycho and you know things that are supposed to be kind of, I don't know, scary or something. And you're just kind of going, yeah, you're kind of a joke. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee plays. Oh, wow. Jennifer as, Jason as, Lee. Yeah. In this movie, she is that where she's trying to act tough and it just doesn't work. Um, and so I'd say she's the lowest part, but everyone else is really great. And, um, Oh, there's something else I wanted to say about, oh yeah, it, what there, there is actually a moment in the movie though, speaking of scary, that I found to be, even if I'd walked out hating the movie, I would have found this one moment to be really creepy. And you know me, I love a lot of horror movies. Yeah. Um, and the, the horror element in this kind of comes and goes, it hits a lot of genre feels like there are a few action moments sci-fi moments drama moments and then this horror moment and it's one of the best horror moments i've ever like i was just sitting in the theater like uncomfortable like totally had the the heebie-jeebies if you will oh my uh heebie and so, jeebies <laughs> both <laughs> yeah the he the heebies were in my spine and the jeebies were, were uh in my gut mm. so um so at, at the end of the day i'd say if you're gonna go see it be ready for some pretty strange stuff. Um, you know, kind of like black Swan, be ready for things to go outside the, the, where the lines are usually drawn. Um, but I would say, check it out. I, I think it's worth seeing. And, and that, and I think that probably does apply even if you haven't read the books. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like I've seen the trailer, like I saw one trailer for it about six months ago or whatever. And then didn't even realize it was coming out till you said you were going to see it. Well, let me ask you a question about that. So, so since you saw a trailer, um, and I know that's a while back, but di- what what did it give you the impression it was or, or um, it was about? If I'm trying to remember, I, I'd have to say just say like aliens. Okay. Like she's she's uh she's on some other world fighting aliens. Okay. Some forest world, but that's that's basically all I can remember. I I remember being intrigued. I was like, oh, this looks kind of cool. Natalie Portman trying another sci-fi thing. Yeah. Well, and, and considering 
you know, it's, it's, I want to be real clear here. It's not like contact, but considering how much you like contact, <laughs> I, I feel like there's, there's some element that, that I would bet you would really enjoy there of kind of trying to figure out what is going to be, what this mysterious stuff is going to turn out to be, and then seeing it kind of unfold in a, in an interesting way. Uh huh. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to see it. I, I, yeah, I think you'd like it. And if you don't, you can shout at me on the air in some future episode. Okay, I will. <laughs> what did you see this week, Nick? Well, this week I watched The Little Mermaid. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, my daughter and I had some said some time together, and we watched The Little Mermaid. Also very an abstract film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is a beautiful movie. I, I hadn't like sat down to watch it in forever and ever. But it is it is really well done. Um, so if you don't know the the story of the Little Mermaid, spoiler alert. <laughs> You've only had You've thirty had years. Thirty years to see it. That's the other thing is that it doesn't feel like it should be something that's almost thirty years old. Yeah. I think it came out in nineteen eighty nine. Is that right? I think so. I'm just kind of guessing, but it feels like eighty nine is correct. Um. Little Mermaid is the story of a 16-year-old girl who is a mermaid, a 16-year-old mermaid who falls in love with a ma- an adult man. <laughs> uh, Sounds like it was definitely made for kids. Yeah. Uh, she sells her soul to, to the devil to walk on land, and, uh, and the story goes from there. Um. But yeah, it's the Little Mermaid. It, everybody's seen the Little Mermaid. It, it's it's a fine movie. You're right about it being 1989. I just checked it out, and apparently there's a 2018 version coming out. Oh, like a live action movie? I guess so. It's just underneath it on the IMDb uh, list. Oh, I thought so. the next one Disney was doing was The Lion King. But what do I know? Um, yes. So, uh, so I mean, I get that everybody's familiar with it, but story-wise, how did how did it sit for you seeing it after all this time? Uh, story-wise, I, I it it works. Everything in it works. the The songs are good. The storyline is good. Let's and uh, d- didn't feel too pervy with the guy being a grown man. No, because he doesn't. He's not really that much older than her. He's probably like nineteen. Oh, okay. Nineteen twenty, but uh, you know what I liked is that there's not there's nothing wasted in the movie. Like there's no throwaway lines. There's no the movie's a tight eighty eight minutes. It uh, no downtime. There's no downtime. Like I mean, the movie starts. Um, it, the movie starts right away where you meet the prince and he's on a boat and you can tell that he's well liked by everyone that he's with. So he's like a good guy. Mm-hmm. And then we go underwater and we meet the the king, King Triton. Um, he's throwing this big party for uh, his daughter to show off her voice. And uh, <laughs> this is tough. To, for some reason, this is tough to explain. <laughs> so um, you got a party, dude. He's, he, the king's throwing a big party for his daughter, Ariel, who's, who is the Little Mermaid. And... Uh, and She's not there because she's busy uh, looking through shipwrecks. She's obsessed with with people, like land walkers. 
And, Is that what uh, they called him? No, I just made that up, but I think it works. Okay. <laughs> Land monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, and her people are expressly forbidden from interacting or being near the the surface people, I guess, because people, you know, catch them as fish and eat them. And like, <laughs> it's not it's not really clear why the mermaid people stay away from the surface oh, people. Th- that's not explicitly stated <laughs> that they'll be killed and eaten. Right. But they do they are afraid for the little fish that get caught. Okay. Um anyway, so What do they eat? Uh they must also eat fish. That that's the only thing I could think of. I thought of that too. They must only eat fish as well. Because I don't think they're going to the surface and catching dogs. <laughs> maybe maybe they eat plankton. Yeah. They just swim around sucking water through their, their teeth. Krill. Like, uh, like whales. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, so anyway, so the little mermaid is late for her own party. When she gets there, her dad's pissed off. And uh, and he uh, finds out that she was like at the surface of the of the ocean which is some place they're not allowed to go and um anyway the story continues there's another sequence where she meets the p- prince prince eric which is a, a, a lame name um <laughs> you, you want something more exotic yeah like prince enrique <laughs> i think that i think enrique 1989 wasn't ready for Prince Enrique. <laughs> yeah. 1989 definitely sounds like Prince Eric. Yeah. Eric the Clown. And uh so anyway, she's she's watching Prince Eric have like this birthday party celebration and um all of a sudden a storm comes out of nowhere, a giant hurricane and it basically sinks his boat and Ariel saves his life. Um, she brings him to the shore and, uh, he, as he's coming to, he falls in love with her, but he can't really see her face anyway. So the little mermaid f- runs away from so him. So he, he falls in love with like her tail. He, well, he like, she's, her face is blocking the sun. Uh, you know what I mean? Like her, she's in silhouette. So what's he falling in love with? Just being alive. He's well, like, he, thank God you saved. Well, me. he can me. hear her beautiful singing voice. Cause she's doing uh-huh. her, which I would think would be really confusing to someone waking up from unconsciousness. <laughs> I would be alarmed. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, God, I'm dead. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't make it. Um, but he's got, like, this gorgeous wet redhead on on top of him on the shoreline of the beach. Uh, I, I'm sure he wouldn't complain about that. And... um so she runs, she like, you know, like she saves his life. So she's like, I did my good deed and goes back to hide. Um, and then somehow her father finds out that she went to the surface and saved this guy. And he flips out and destroys all of her collectibles that she's collected from the human people. Uh, no more, no more forks and hairbrushes or whatever. Right, and the fork is called a dingle hopper. Oh man, I forgot. Um, and, uh, so her dad flips out and uh, destroys all of her human toys. And uh, after he leaves, she goes and visits the sea witch, 
who is uh, named Ursula. And Ursula says, I can give you what you want, but you have to give me your voice. And you've got three days to get this guy to fall in love with you. Otherwise, you belong to me. And then you turn into one of her seaweed monsters that live in her in her basement. Which is which is terrifying. Usually the sort of thing that might go, oh, you know, maybe I don't want to make a deal with this person. Yeah. Um, is it a Faustian bargain? Is that what it's called? Sounds right. And uh, it sounds smart. <laughs> so anyway, the little mermaid agrees. She gets turned into a person. She gets taken to the surface. And uh, from there, she's got legs. And she just kind of goes... <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. Yeah, she's no longer the Little Mermaid. She's just like a mute human because she can't talk because she she had to trade her voice for her legs. So she's got to get the prince to fall in love with her without hearing her voice. And I don't know if you're like me, but if I can't hear a woman's voice, it makes me so much harder to fall in love with her. Um, I'm not touching that. <laughs> <laughs> So so clearly it wasn't just her looks. It wasn't just her looks. It was her personality and her thing too. So anyway, he's falling in love with her. She's falling in love with him. They have that boat ride where they sing the sha la 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 don't stop uh, there. I think it's kiss the girl. Kiss the girl. Whoa, whoa. Um which is another great great musical sequence. Careful you don't sing too many measures. I know, that's that's all I could do. Disney's already on the phone. Um, so that, that all happens. <sighs> this is boring. <laughs> everybody, everybody knows what the little mermaid is about. I think, I think your point was they don't waste any time. Yeah. There's just ongoing plot. There's no 40 minutes of Hakuna Matata in between. Yeah. You know what? That's a great like, point. Just get back and kill your uncle. You're right. There, there is nothing. There is no downtime in the movie. There are a couple light moments here and there, but for the most part, um, it, it the movie go gets right to the action in every scene. It's it, it's it's not like in Frozen. The uh, we were watching Frozen today. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, there's a sequence with where the snowman sings his song, but it it's just uh-huh. like, hey, here's a fun little musical interlude, but it doesn't really affect the story at all. In the Little Mermaid, all the songs affect the story. Everything, everything that happens is important to the plot of the movie. They're not just padding the runtime. Right. The, the only thing I could think might fit that description is the one part where the crab, where Sebastian, the crab is, is in the, um, the kitchen with the cook. Uh-huh. But, but even that is like just to get him back to Ariel. So, I mean, it still serves a function. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. But anyway, uh, funny story about the Little Mermaid. Uh, um, I was convinced. Now, I I saw the Little Mermaid just a couple years ago, um, like maybe like two. You'd but I hadn't. I hadn't. No, well, hang on. I I hadn't seen it since like nineteen. I guess ninety because I saw it on you know VHS once it you know came onto VHS. So right. like right around that time, and. I vividly, like really vividly recall, it's one reason I actually never looked forward to seeing the movie again. I vividly recall 
the two eels uh-huh. that are like Ursula's familiars yeah. being killed by Ursula, which does happen. But I vividly recall her squeezing them to death. <laughs> and, <laughs> and one of the one of the eels eyes like both eyes from one eel bursting out of its head and oh like God. trickling and trickling down, like sinking down from the top <laughs> of the screen. <laughs> I even I even said to my girlfriend at the time, uh, you know, a couple years ago, and she was like, "Hey, we should watch that. It's my favorite Disney movie." I, I was like, "Yeah, I just don't want to see that scene again where <laughs> Ursula explodes them in her hands and the eel's eyes are falling through. It's just so gross." And she kind of looked at me like, "Oh man, I don't remember that." <laughs> and then we watched it, and we got to the scene where I guess she shoots them with the trident or something, and and. Uh, and I was like, "Did they edit it? Did, is this a different version from what came out in nineteen? You know, I guess now I know it's eighty nine. Um, and and I've been checking with people since. Whenever we talk about the Little Mermaid, I'm like, "Do you remember the eyes trickling down from the top of the screen?" And I'll tell you what, um, nobody does. Nobody. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that ever <laughs> happening. The director's cut, <laughs> the rated R version of. <laughs> The theatrical release was. You remember, uh, you remember that graphic murder scene in The Little Mermaid where she squeezes an eel till it pops? <laughs> I do. Um, so. Man, what movie was that then? I, I think that was the uh, directed by Matt Lauer version of The Little Mermaid. I just, uh, I don't think I borrowed it from something else. I think my mind just. Uh, added some horror to it. I guess I was a horror nut back then too. And in my mind, maybe maybe it something. happened in some movie you watched like around the same time, and and over time they just became the same movie. I don't know, man. You know, I haven't seen those uh, those really graphic cartoons from our youth. Like, I mean, I saw horror movies as a kid. My dad had me watching things like The Howling and and you know Jaws and stuff. Although Jaws pg but you know still people dying but i didn't see like the secret of nim or um watership down you know those things that have lots of killing i've never Uh, seen either of those movies yeah i'm not sure i want to because watching (laughs) a cartoon that's like really uh violent is kind of creepy but um i don't know i guess if you ever uh your kids get to that age where they start asking questions about life and death. You can let Disney take the wheel and start the watership down. And uh, it's, a, it's a Disney movie. One of your man. parents has to be dead. One or more parents have to be dead in the Disney movie. Are there 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 are some exceptions to that, right? Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe here and there, because we were watching Frozen today. Those parents die. Little Mermaid doesn't have a mom. Yeah, Bambi's mother dies. Dumbos. I thought it was interesting in the in the live action version of Beauty and the Beast. There's actually they actually discuss her mom. Did they? I don't remember that. Yeah, it's brief, and and then at one point they like travel. I think through a book or something to the apartment that she that they lived in when she died. Um, but yeah, usually there's no reference to it. It's just like, yep, you got one parent. Oh, interesting. 
But The Little Mermaid is definitely a, a good movie. If if you haven't seen it in in some time, definitely check it out. It's it's a tight eighty eight minutes of of exciting filmmaking. Uh, I mean, the, I know it sounds crazy, but it's it's fun to watch. I'm sure and I'm gonna. If anyone has access to that version? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a link. Yeah, if anybody knows what Matt's talking about, please get in touch with us because otherwise it's gonna eat at him for the rest of his life. <laughs> what movie had the eating, the squishing eyes? Yeah, well, have you ever had an experience like that where you remember a movie one way and then you see it and you're like, uh, "Hey, wait a minute." I do, but I can't think of any of them right now. But I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, where's the scene where Indiana Jones kills Sean Connery? Oh my God! <laughs> Indiana Jones and the and the land of regret. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the plot twist of Doom. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. Well, that was the Little Mermaid. Um, share your Little Mermaid stories with with us, and I don't know. We'll we'll talk well, about. I'm it. sure people have Disney Disney stories. Yeah, yeah, and oh, horrifying man. moments. I mean, there are there are a lot of deaths and whatnot. So the music, somebody's the music, ahead. the music in the Little Mermaid, Mermaid was, <laughs> <laughs> was really good. Really good music, like fun, catchy songs. Um, my daughter really enjoyed watching it. She she really liked it, and she's going to be three this month. And oh, it was birthday. right up, it was right up her alley. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was, it was fun movie to watch. It's, it's so different. Uh, like, I mean, the Little Mermaid set off that second or uh, set off that generation of Disney movies because after Little Mermaid was Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin and the Lion King. And you can really tell, uh, what what they were going for really paid off for them. You can kind of feel the the dawn of the second age of Disney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, I remember the, back the, in the day. With, go ahead. I was going to say, like the art, the art design of the sh- of the movies, fantastic too. Like it's it looks gorgeous. I mean, the half the movie takes place underwater, and there's and um, I remember when Finding Nemo came out. It was it was a big deal that they were, that they made everything look like it was underwater, like the way the light passes through water. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel they did a very similar thing with the little mermaid where the, the underwater scenes feel like they're underwater. Everything's very cool and blue. And then when you're on the surface, everything is very uh, warm and, and has more reddish tone. Like the, the underwater scenes are very clearly underwater and the out of water scenes are, are very clearly above surface. Like you can tell what's going on just by looking at the screen. If there was no sound in the movie, I think you'd still be able to get the story across, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is, which is great storytelling. Yeah. I, you know, I, I didn't, you know, when I saw it fairly recently, I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to, Kind of the art design of it, but that's a that's a pretty good point. I mean, it would be interesting too because I know exactly what you're talking about when you talk about the Finding Nemo um, elements. Um, it'd be interesting to go back and kind of see how they do. If it's just color tones, or if there are other effects that are in there too to make you feel like you're underwater. Right. Um, 
But you were talking about like the the Disney kind of changing up what it's doing and, and its approach, and, and I'm like remembering back to when you know movies did come out on VHS. Like back back then, it was like a year or whatever you had to wait for a movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And how Disney always had those like extended previews for their next year's movie. We're like at the beginning of. I don't know. Is it the beginning of Aladdin that there's the thing for the Lion King, or at the beginning of the Lion King? There's yeah. I know what I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and you get so excited. You like, and they then they would show you like storyboard stuff, and and yeah, like behind the scenes, like we're we're busy at work on the next Disney feature. Yeah, you you could kind of feel the 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 personality of Disney, or um. You could, you could kind of feel the like, like what you're talking about, like what they're going for. They were kind of taking you back there and going, like, here's, here's how we're trying to do things with our movies. It's kind of presented to you that way. And yeah, I think it did a pretty good job of getting people excited. They sure do. They they definitely know what they're doing over there. But isn't it? Does it feel like they're that element's still there? Because I feel like now the Disney movies come out, but I don't know if there's as much. Preparation? Um, I think they do. I mean, they have their they have like four or five different TV channels now. That's true. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, mean, you would definitely know this stuff better. And um, um, what am I trying to say? The, like, you're no longer the demographic that they're aiming their advertisements at. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like when's the last time you saw a toy commercial? Because <laughs> that's a good question. Like. You know, but they they exist. Like, there's tons of toy commercials on the Disney Channel or Nickelodeon, but mm-hmm. but not so much on MSNBC or Fox. <laughs> I'm not watching that. <laughs> Unless you consider guns toys, I don't know. Um, Are there a but, lot of gun commercials? <laughs> I I don't think so. <laughs> not directly, anyway. Come on down uh, to gun store. <laughs> We, uh, we have some, but with, with you actually, you know, with you having kids and watching those channels and stuff, you see, do, do advertisements for like Disney movies or do advertisements for toys? Do they, is it the same approach as when we were kids? I think it's a little more, um, I don't want to say malicious, but I think it's a little more, um, uh, subtle or, or not subtle, but like. They'll have like on the Disney Channel sometimes when a movie's about to come out, they'll have um, like a kid talking to the camera and like, and here we are on the set of latest Disney movie and blah mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. But but like you don't realize that you're watching a commercial for it. Uh-huh. Um, and that's that's kind of what they do. Like it's kind of like subliminal. I don't want to say subliminal, but like. Um, it's it's meant to not look like a commercial, right? Commercial, not commercial, kind of thing. Is it like those, uh, like when you get to the movie theater a little too early and you've got to sit there and listen to like, oh yeah, like know, the twenty or Talk whatever, about the twenty Maria yeah. Menudo's kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that where it's like a commercial, but it doesn't feel like a commercial. Mm-hmm. It's it's more of like a featurette. Yeah, like oh hey, nice to see you there. By the way, while we're hanging out, why don't I walk you behind the set of uh, 
the next Hulk movie. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's um, so that's basically what it's like. It's it's uh it's it's real um under the I guess you could call it like under the table advertising, which is a term I just invented. Okay, well then we we'll go ahead and call it that. Sweet. <laughs> but so that was the Little Mermaid. The end. Um, <laughs> well, we've got some time, Matt. Do we want to play one of our famous games? Oh, it's been a long time since we've done a movie versus Batman. Batman. Of Batman movie. versus movie. Dawn of movie. There you go. Yeah, yeah. We could, we could try that one out. All right. Let's uh let's see. Let's go with uh let's go with the Little Mermaid. <laughs> uh Little Mermaid versus Aladdin. Oh, versus Aladdin. See, I haven't seen Aladdin in so long. Oh man, I think of probably of aside from Beauty and the Beast, which I've seen a million times, um I've seen Aladdin probably the most. Really? I like mm-hmm. I like Aladdin a lot but I just haven't seen it in a really long time. Let's see. So, so we're going to skip that one. So the little mermaid versus, uh, little mermaid versus Ooh, little mermaid versus jaws. <laughs> both ocean based. Yeah. Both, both ocean based movies. Um, and then, <laughs> Unless I'm misremembering something here, there's definitely a sea witch in Jaws too. <laughs> yeah, that's how Jaws comes back is because the sea witch keeps reincarnating him. That's maybe that's, that's maybe where that's you where got saw your the eel eyes. eye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so you go first on this one. Uh, okay, so Little Mermaid versus Jaws. Both uh, both movies take place under the sea. Both have great music. Both have great music. Both both don't waste any time. Uh, I I'm inclined to agree with that. I, I hear a lot of people, you know, talking about Jaws, saying like, if you know, unless they're just like a complete fan, which a lot of people are, when folks are a little on the fence with Jaws, it's usually that they feel like it goes kind of slowly. Oh man, and it's perfectly paced. I feel exactly the same way. Like I, even where there are parts where there's not a lot of like action going on, there's character development, and you know, one of my favorite parts of that movie, and it's kind of brief, but like just when they're finally getting to go out on the water, mm-hmm. um, and you know, Chief Brody says goodbye to his wife, and you're kind of looking out the window as the boat goes away, and. John Williams score there is just like so perfect that you feel like you you are about to go on an ocean adventure. I completely agree. It, like that that sea shanty kind of music. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone who says uh that jaws gets slow, uh just so you know, you're wrong. <laughs> you know, all the the slow parts in jaws are are deliberate. Like it's supposed to slow it down to take you out of you know, like to get you more invested in the Chief Brody's character or Hooper's character. Yeah, you feel like it's you're with real people who are dealing with this shark thing, rather than just like deep blue sea or something where you're like, okay, sharks, deepest, with bluest. Fog. My head was like a shark's <laughs> fin. Yeah, that was weird. 
<laughs> those are those are weird times. That was the age where if you if you had a movie, you'd have to if you had a movie, you had to have a theme song from the rapper where you that rap was in about the movie. it. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what an age. That was weird with Indiana Jones too. <laughs> <laughs> temple, temple, temple of doom. Yeah, it didn't quite catch on. So, so okay. So we got good music, uh, water adventures, good crystal clear uh, characters. Do you feel invested in the characters in in the um, mermaid? Yeah. Um, you know what? I'll say Jaws gets gets the lead here, because while you care about the Little Mermaid and and Eric. Um, you don't really know much about uh, Eric, so I'm gonna have to say Jaws wins there. Jaws wins the character development thing, and also like Little Mermaid's got like little fish friends that that join her, and they're really there for comic relief or whatnot. Uh, if you were to lose those guys from the film, I don't think it would hurt very much. Yeah, I don't think huh, that's kind of funny because I and and I'm. I know I just saw it two years ago, but I'm actually stretching a little bit here. I, I kind of feel like in my memory, which we all know is faulty, um, they, uh, like the crab has more personality than yeah, the crab. You can't anyone else in the movie. Like, except for maybe Ursula. I feel like Ursula has got some personality. Oh it's yeah. She's very fantastic. dimensional. But she's, she's yeah. She's fantastic. It's engaging. Uh, just like a crystal clear villain whose, whose motivations are, just she just greed and power is all she wants and she'll do anything to get it mm-hmm. whereas the shark in jaws you could tell he's just hungry <laughs> i was actually wondering like is there is there character to the shark i feel like there is in in the music it's maybe a bit like darth vadery you know what i mean uh, i, was I would like, say i would say that the, the jaws has has a lot of personality i mean once he decides that he's going after that boat like he's tenacious he's he's like it's it's either me or the boat does it strike you as like he's being persistent or does it does it seem like he's being like uh uh lazy for not going back to shore i think it's i think it's a little of both i think i think he knows that they're hunting him and so he's also hunting them all right. Like a, so you go go ahead. I was going to say like I don't want to um personify the shark like that, but that's basically what's happening is and also there's no more people to eat because they closed the beaches for real this time. Yeah. <laughs> there's not a whole lot other ocean. Right. <laughs> rest of the ocean. But yeah, I I understand what you mean. Like you don't want to like anthropomorphize a, a shark, but but it it does end up having a feel. Like when he shows up, you kind of have it's like a like Jason Voorhees or something, or Mike Myers, right? Michael Myers, Mike Myers, Mike. No, Myers. Mike Myers is the comedian. Mike, Michael Myers is the murderer. There we go. That's the one that. <laughs> uh, what else have we got here? Movie elements that we can pit Let's against see. each other. Uh, there's a lot more blood in Jaws. True. True. Is there that- is an eyeball. In that movie, I mean, it's in someone's head, but it's still gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about how Little about, Mermaid has better songs, but Jaws has better music. I'll, I'll agree with that. Jaws is is very 
I mean, in terms of songs, it's lacking. <laughs> they do sing that one song. The um... oh, you're right. <laughs> Actually, they, Quint sings that that song like eight times in that movie. Yeah. Hmm. I forgot it was a musical. Yeah, Jaws the musical. Where? When is that coming? Broadway. <laughs> Twenty nineteen. Um. So let's see. So how about uh? How about in terms of just like how much it pulls you in, you know, like, uh, the dynamics of it. Well, I'd say Jaws, Jaws pulls you in a little better than, uh, than, uh, than the little mermaid. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're way more invested in the characters in Jaws than you are in the, uh, the little mermaid. Cause you, the problem with the little mermaid is, is you know, she's gonna, they're going to end up together. Like the minute the movie before the movie even starts, you know it's going to end happily. Spoiler alert! Right. <laughs> <laughs> but with you see the cover and you know the end, right? But with but with Jaws, um, you know if if you hadn't seen Jaws and you're watching it as as it goes along, where like you don't know who's going to die, you don't know when they're going to die, who's important, who's not important. And then at the end, you don't know if they live happily ever after. That's like, true. Hey, yeah. Like they... what, ha- what will happen to Chief Brody after this? And I like and how... then there are three more movies that are pretty awful to let you know. <laughs> well, and Jaws goes to SeaWorld. That's fun because everybody needs a vacation. <laughs> well, he takes it up a notch and goes to, what, Jamaica or the Bahamas? Oh, yeah. And the fourth one. The next yeah. time. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> They got four movies out of that franchise. I'm surprised yeah. they haven't brought it back again. Like, how is there not a Jaws movie in development right now? I I fear the day that there is. I I don't want uh, another Jaws. You know, I mean, every shark movie is, you know, coming from that franchise in its own way. Yeah. But to like, you know, if you if anyone out there rewrites Jaws. Just call it something else. It's be like shark movie. Well, I did watch Avalanche Sharks, and that, uh, that's pretty bad. It was. Did you watch it? Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I set things straight there. By oh, checking I it out. I didn't know you had watched it. I thought we talked about it on one of the episodes. Oh, I'll have to go back and listen. <laughs> All right. I so. just saw forty-seven meters down. Oh, how was that? A couple weeks ago. You know, I was expecting it to just be awful um it wasn't good but i was actually more entertained than i expected i'd say if uh i'd put it above the shallows oh i didn't see the shallows i forgot about the, that movie the shallows is a, is a decent movie to laugh at because there are certain things where you're like how could a shark bite someone in half and then the two halves end up on the beach right next to each other in well, such like, a way that it like, looks like someone sawed a person in <laughs> like the waist and the legs but they're, they're they're not missing part of their torso uh the waist and the legs but then also the top half like a few feet away <laughs> it's a it's uh it was eaten by like a swordfish shark <laughs> exactly it's a, it was, they were doing some magic tricks you got one of those real narrow mouths <laughs> So, so what's our, our I, I'm going to go with Jaws as the, the final. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree. I think, I think Jaws ends up being the better movie. 
Who would have thought? But uh, it was closer than I thought it would be. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in terms of, uh, I mean, not that everything has to be pinned up against Jaws, but in terms of, like, animated movies or cartoons that that really do pull you in with characters and, and like, really do make you feel engaged. Is there anything that comes to mind for you, like, as, as a really gripping cartoon or animated movie? Um, I can't think of anything right now, but I know that there are some, like, like, um, oh, I can't think of any. I'm not going to try and drag it out. Fair enough. I think everyone cried at Toy Story 3, though. We'll just oh, yeah, Toy Story 3. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I still haven't even been able to watch Inside Out. Really? Yeah. Because the first, we got about 20 minutes in that movie and I was crying like a baby. <laughs> uh, like, we got to turn this off. Well, that might be the movie then. Yeah. All right. So, Jaws wins Little Mermaid versus Jaws Batman versus Superman Donna movie. Hooray. Yeah. All right, Matt. Well, I think that's going to wrap things up for us this week. Cool. Uh, anything Anything to plug? Dang it. You know, there was something I wanted to throw out there, and now I forgot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, for those of you who are, uh, uh, you know, interested in current events and stuff, if you haven't heard of the podcast Pod Save America, that's oh. check that one out. Okay. It's the, the, the folks that are doing the show used to work for Obama as speechwriters. Um, and, and so, you know, they're, they are liberally minded, um, but they're very self-aware too. So it's, it, it's not like, uh, we're telling you how to think sort of, you know, a uh, bit of, uh, place to get information, you know, and it's pretty good. Uh, they're, they're pretty good at, at delivering some pretty in-depth, um, info right check it out okay yeah sure uh and i'd just like to point people to the website thisweekinfilm.com um it hasn't been updated in a few months but it's where you can find out anything you want about the show check us out on facebook or twitter you know get involved with us and we'll be involved with you i'm not the best at the social media stuff so like if people want to talk to us go for it that'll be a way to engage Teach Nick how to talk. Show me how to talk to people. Uh, But other than that, I guess if that's the end of the reel, we'll see you next week in film. Bye.